All right, Danny, can we have a, a spooky, spooky prompt? A spooky prompt? Wait, what does prompt mean? I mean, like, I know what prompt means. A one-word suggestion, please. Okay. <laughs> Candy corn. Ooh, love it. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Now, Ken, you said I love it. Do you actually love candy corn? Because I think it's pretty bad. Oh, no, it's it's bad after the first two pieces. Okay, uh, yeah, you, you, you're, the two pieces are for nostalgia's sake. It's like, oh, yes, I remember this, and I no longer care for it. No, no, no. The two pieces are to make little tiny things with. Hold on one ah. second. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi. That's the, that's the worst one. Yes, it's still spooky month. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies, but just horror movies this month, as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched. Malignant. Available now on HBO Max. HBO Max, probably Actually, still in theaters. Maybe no longer available. I forget when this episode is coming oh. out. Yeah. Also, maybe no longer in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck. Well, well, yeah, good luck. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Oh, well, yeah. We're going to be talking about Malignant, and we're going to do our best not to spoil it until maybe later on in the episode. Ken, what's your favorite Halloween candy? My favorite Halloween candy? Yeah. Does it have to be like Halloween specific candy i mean like chocolate's my go-to but for halloween just, candy just like plain like a hershey bar that's yeah, your favorite yeah. wow i'm a cj i'm a chocoholic all right oh okay I'll well the first it. step is admitting it so yeah i i just want to let you know hi my name is ken i'm a chocoholic hi ken it's true honestly i mean the only candy i can think of that's specifically halloween candy is candy corn can you think of any other halloween candy yeah, the Reese's shapes, uh, the yeah. like dark, spooky Milky Way, where they have like dark chocolate. Um, okay, so it's just it's just like packaging and then shapes. Yeah, yeah that's okay. what makes Halloween candy Halloween candy. Yeah, it's the packaging. It's all about branding, baby. Capitalism. Woo! When else do you get bite-sized candy, like the pre-packaged, individually packaged bite-sized candy, other than Halloween? Yeah, that's a good question. Right? Probably just I think Halloween. That's, I think yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Should we get our guest's opinion? Yeah, absolutely. This week we have returning guest Danny. Welcome back. Hey. I had to really stifle my input during this candy. You look disgusted. I was disgusted. I agree with Ken. The only the only Halloween candy is candy corn. All of that other shit is available all year round. It doesn't count. Right. I thought but of with, another one. With that oh. said, my favorite Halloween time candy, 1000% Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Yes. Okay. I thought yes. of another Halloween candy. Those oh. shitty popcorn balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I don't see those any other time of year. Yeah, and they shouldn't exist at any time of year. Well, it, I, I would argue Is that those are candy. Aren't, that's not even a candy. Yeah. No, yeah that's okay. Yeah. Me there. That's it's, a punishment like, from the people asshole are handing on the block. it out though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the curmudgeon, the curmudgeon that hates children enjoy that lives on your block. Yeah, right. They're, and they're not handing it out; they're chucking it at children, right? right. <laughs> and like travel-sized toothpaste and stuff like that. God, I'm I'm also really happy, Ken, to hear you admit that you're a chocoholic, and I yeah, think it's, that it's taken me a long time can, to get to this point. But yeah. I, I think you've given me the strength to admit as well that I too am a chocoholic. Wow. wow. I mean, for, for alcohol, though. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'm a chocoholic for booze. <laughs> yeah. Chocoholic okay. for yeah. Well, then okay. I have something to admit, guys. Okay. Hi, my name is CJ, and I, too, am a chocoholic. For... But for, like, dark chocolate, your caramels, <laughs> your candies. Okay. Okay. All of it. Literally today, uh, my lovely girlfriend, Emily, was like, hey, I'm going to run to CVS. Do you need anything? And I said, well, we are running low on chocolates. We may need to pick up some more of those. <laughs> You can't you can't be with uh without a arm's reach of some chocolate just in case. You got yeah, it. for sure. And CJ, just by the way you phrase that, it sounds like you have little pieces of chocolate. Chocolates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Little individually wrapped dove chocolates, or uh, she happened to grab some little Reese's cups, but with pretzels, which I don't think I've had before. Oh, but the crunchy. crunch is kind of nice. Hmm. I'd give that a try. Yeah. I like that. 
Now, I'm I'm so deep into the chocoholism that I I go full full king size. All wow. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. In and one I, sitting. No. Taking down I, I don't eat the whole thing, time. but like decent. Hey, you come for the like king. A good good portion. A little bit. Just a couple couple squares, but still it's like <laughs> so it does not need to be king size at all. No, but, but you have the, the option to go further baby. if you want. Yeah. There's <laughs> There's emperor size. There's supreme right. overlord size. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, goes, overlords. It gets crazy. I want to say Ooh. their names. Oh, oh, that's right. You guys still have to answer them. those dudes, huh? Yeah, it's their favorite around. time of year too. I think. Yeah, they really like it. They they can blend in more. I feel like because everyone's right. dressing up. Yeah, it's Not a dangerous time of year for you guys. For yeah, us. pretty much any time because we don't know when they show up or how they show up or really why. They're just there. They're just, they there. just there. Ken, yeah. I really liked your uh, like Kathleen Turner esque intro. Hello, <laughs> I don't hello. get that reference. Ken, you know, oh, well, uh, th- I think that <laughs> I might be showing my age. <laughs> Ka- Kathleen Turner has a very deep, sultry voice. Oh, okay. That's that's me in in Halloween time. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's it's back. That's, that's o- October is when Ken's at his sultriest. That's, yeah, that's right. Do you think people would enjoy if you did that? Could you withstand doing that for an entire episode? Oh, definitely, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. know what? Never I mind. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys going to be able to contain yourselves no. if I, if no, I do not. that? No. no. I'm having I'm having all sorts of feelings that I don't know what to do with. Right. Right. So it, it, I think it's for everyone's benefit. People are in their cars and they just don't know how to process these feelings that they're feeling for the first time. Yeah. So it's we don't want to ca- cause any car it's, crashes. It's a little dangerous right now. It's got to be yeah, bite register that weapon. Yeah, definitely. Random, and I don't know if we'll keep this interrupt. But Danny, last time on the on the podcast, we watched Midnight Meat Train, and I was saying my only exposure to that movie is when you talked about it on Double Murder when you were covering the Music Box of Horrors in twenty two thousand and eight. Oh man! Do you, One do you of my favorite that? experiences of all time. <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. Surprisingly, okay. I do. Okay. Man, that was a that was a fun time, and uh, Matt Putrid was there, and that dude from Cardiac Arrest was there, and that was way too long to be awake. Uh, but boy, <laughs> did I enjoy Midnight Meat Train, and I like it. It's one of those movies that got like it, it was pretty hyped up when it came out. It, it, you know, like any any time. Anytime something gets hyped up in the horror community, you, you know it's it, does, it typically doesn't end well, and and this is one that like for me really lived up to it. It, it was just you know bloody and splattery and didn't I, I don't think it took itself that seriously while while but like stayed in character the whole time. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that whole experience, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Have you since watched it a second time? I haven't. I haven't. I know I've watched it more than once. But I haven't watched it anytime recently. Okay, yeah. that's where we differed. Like it was the first yeah. time for me viewing it, and I loved it. And CJ yeah. surprisingly had seen it before. Huh? And yeah, you and like he, that, Danny? Isn't that weird? I, I, yeah, <laughs> it's odd. Am I in the right podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't tell you why or where or with who, but I no. remembered the ending. Definitely had seen it and before. You, you, and you didn't, didn't like it you didn't like the movie. The second time, it, it was it was all around fine. It was it was more like I remembered the quote unquote twist ending, so I was just like, I just want to get to that part again to to make sure what I remembered was correct, and that this is a weird movie and a weird way to end it, a weird yeah. reveal. But yeah, Ken loved it, and I was like, this is fine. A second time around, now that I know that that's coming, it's not as big of a like twister. Yeah. But, so, some some movies really rely on that twist at the end, you know, and uh, yeah, to, right. to stick in your brain. Like, was The Sixth Sense really a good movie? I don't know. I'm not sure. Never seen it. Are you fucking serious? Are you serious? Well, Wait, yeah. It's got, it was spoiled for me, like, since it came out years but, ago. But you know what? That's exactly my point, though, right? Like, now that you know the twist, there's kind of no reason to see it. Yeah. It really significantly takes something away from the movie. Yeah. So I don't think I ever will. But Damn. you're like the one person who didn't watch it in theaters when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we might have been a little too young to uh, to see that in theaters. Oh, when I am I showing my age well, again? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're yeah, showing yeah, we're only 11 years old. Danny, if you yeah. do the math, we were eight years old. 
might be true. May may not be pretty accurate. Um, All right. Well, you get a pass this time. Random question about me and me train, and I'll move on. When you saw that at the Music Box Horrors, am I misremembering, but was Clyde Barker a guest? Oh, geez. Do you remember? He may have been. Okay. That's pretty awesome. You know what? That was true. You might be right. You might be right. Uh, 24 hours is a long time to be awake (laughs) and there's a there's a i think like in my head i've split it up into eight appropriately hour days (laughs) and so like i forget like oh that also happened during that time it wasn't some other day but i but i think you're right because i remember midnight meat train was the uh, I, i don't know keystone like the big movie that they were showing Okay. And so they probably had a guest then. Now least. now that you're yeah, now that you're saying it, I believe there was like this Q&A or discussion or something with Clive Barker Damn. Um, up there. Dang. That's pretty awesome. That's Dang. the well, that's one that's one of the hazier memories though. Okay. I will admit. <laughs> I bet. Sure. All right. Well, enough about Midnight Me Train and any and Sixth Sense and anything else. We need to talk about Malignant. Yes. 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 We'll yes. talk about Malignant and more coming up on the Over Talking Podcast. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders. As they're happening. He says his name is Gabriel. I think he's someone from my past. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. Stop saying that. Maddie, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? Imaginary friend? And we're back on the We're Talking Podcast. Once again again by returning guest Danny, and we're talking about Malignant. Oh, man, I felt it move a little. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Danny, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard of Malignant in a spoiler-free way. Yeah, this is is important for me to remember. Yeah, spoiler-free. This part does not contain spoilers. And Danny, I went ahead. uh, This movie has a um, Where Is My Head by the Pixies cover continuously popping up throughout the movie. Yeah. So I'm going to put that as your 30-second. I'm going to give you some tunes underneath your summary. And, you know, if you're feeling for it, you could also use a spooky voice. You don't have to, but, you know. I mean, I, my voice is spooky enough, but just for people who know me and know what the voice means. Fair. All right. Here we go. Nice. In a world that has a Seattle, in, C- in a Seattle that has a woman, and in a woman that has a problem, seeing the murders of other people comes malignant. So there's a girl in Seattle, she's seeing other people get murdered, she's also suffered some serious abuse herself. What's up with that? It's yeah. tough to say too much without spoiling it because the like back third of this movie is full spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think it's really important that we delineate, especially for this movie. And, and the, since the it's so first, new, the first third of the movie is so many different things. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. So let, let let's talk about it. First of all, we will get be getting into spoilers and obviously talking about this movie. So. If you haven't seen it, now's your chance to probably stop and pause. Next week, we'll talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer. So, you know, if you want to come back for that, great. But right now, we, we do need to talk about the movie, and then we will eventually get to the super spoiler. Hey, can I, can so. I make a suggestion to the listeners, though? Yeah. It, maybe just maybe don't stop it. Maybe just listen to what we have to say. Interesting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what? I would be on board with that as well. Maybe Spoiler give a little hint at our if you spoiling our out. ratings later on, but <laughs> yeah. All right, so it starts out full horror, right? Like it's it's this well, aside from the cold open, which is a whole nother movie in and of itself. Well, right? I mean, yeah. It 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 is. It does start full horror. Yeah. It. it I believe the phrase is in media in medias res in the middle of ah. things. And in this case, it's in the middle of some sort of cockamamie hospital situation that doesn't seem uh, sanitary at all, really. No. And, yeah. it, and and I don't like that we get a glimpse of it, and then it's like not talked about for another 40 minutes of the movie. Right. Right. What are you supposed to yeah. do with that? 
Yeah. And just like, oh, that was something. Okay, I guess we're moving on. <laughs> what would have what would have happened if they started the movie without it? I would have been fine. It, I think it would have been fine. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have affected it at all. <laughs> which which makes me wonder why why the choice was made to to do it. Because you know that there was a perfectly appropriate place to put all that bullshit later on. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, I think there is a spoilery reason why they may have put that at the beginning to at least build up the bad character of this movie to show like, sure. hey, this is this is a real thing. This this thing exists in a physical form of some sort. So it sets that up so you're in that mindset of okay, this this is something that they're going to have to deal with eventually. I, yeah. I wonder if it's set up as like a misdirect as well. I mean, we're in the yeah. spoiler section, so I don't really care. But like, I wonder yeah. if it's a misdirect because you kind of you can, you can reasonably assume that the main character woman is innocent because of the, those scenes. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, is, it's like a not exactly not security security kind of thing. She she is a yes. victim, if anything. Right. Yeah. Or it, it had the effect it did on me where it's just like, now I'm just watching the movie being like, so what's going to happen with that? They, they're they going to bring it back. Like, they showed it for a reason. When are we going to get to that part? Well, and, and this is, and therein begins my problems with this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. So you've got, you've got the first, you've got the first scene, which is this like kind of crazy hospital murdery scene. And then you got the next scene, and it's not literally the next scene, but it's like it gets like right to it, which is about spousal abuse. And and I'm like, okay, like first of all, that's gratuitous and shitty, and and really has no it 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 brings nothing to the movie at all. Just hard to watch, yeah, enjoyable. And and so it's like, okay, well then, what the fuck movie is it? Like right off the top, I'm I'm like. Where where are we headed? What's yeah, going what's on? Going on? These, these are two diametrically opposed—not even opposed, but just like unrelated activities. Okay. Yes, I am on the exact same page as you, Danny. I mean, and this is only the beginning too of what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. Because it it goes even more in different genre directions too later on. It's not mm-hmm. just a horror movie. The whole movie. So the first time I watched it and turned it off after thirty minutes. I oh. almost texted the both of you being like, what the <laughs> fuck is this movie? <laughs> gotcha. Okay. That's, that's a huge relief to hear. Cause I was like, did Danny like this? And that's why uh, let's it? just, let's just get it out there, man. <laughs> fucking no. Okay. Yeah, cool. I hated Ditto. this movie. Ditto. It, it was just weird. Yeah. The pacing of the movie, the choices that they made to like show some information, but not others too I long. Can, I can talk about this movie and why I I didn't like it without spoiling it. Like right. the the twist, the the reveal at the end. By the time we got there, I just didn't care. <laughs> I yeah. like it just it just didn't matter to me. And and even the fact that it's like kind of novel and kind of neat. By that point, I didn't care because I, I I could talk about the merits of like what's happening in the movie, like the plot and stuff. But I would be really not doing your listeners a service in talking about the soap opera level bullshit acting throughout this whole fucking movie seriously at one point she the main character is sitting on the bed talking to her sister and then like out of nowhere says oh yeah and i'm adopted or, or something like that and it just, it's just, just thrown out there, and then there's a big music sting, as if that's supposed to be anything. Yes, oh my thank god, you. I, I so wrote that part stupid. down. They so many stupid dramatic zoom ins for no reason. Yeah. she reveals that she's adopted, and then the music hits and it zooms into her sister. I was like, why is that a big deal? Who cares? It, it is the act. You know how people don't use the word literal correctly. Let me use it correctly. This is literally a <laughs> melodrama. It is yeah. a it, it the acting and the writing and the whole fucking concept is so dumb <laughs> that you need music to tell you how you're supposed to feel right now. Yeah, yeah. A music yeah. sting and like that slow zoom in to the the character's face. Which yeah, what is was just that? Like, I just, laughed at that part. Did you oh, yeah. notice that like the camera was constantly moving and not in like a. Uh, like a you know shaky cam sort of way so like people who don't like that but it's just like constantly panning and zooming and all this shit for no reason 
Yeah. yeah. I did enjoy, there's one part where we get like an eagle eye view of the main character walking through the house. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. It's like a video yeah. game. <laughs> just like I was going to say, at, at least that is, that was one moment where I thought, okay, this is at least one good quality of this movie is, is some of the center cinematography is neat, yeah. but, but only like certain parts. The rest of it, yeah, yeah is constantly moving for no reason. Uh, and and those it, random zoom ins. Yeah. Well, the thing is also we later on in the movie, it turns literally into a full time, just a thriller. It's not even a horror movie anymore. It's just chase scenes and like murder. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And it clearly James Wan's time working on Fast and the Furious bleeds through during that later half of the movie. Because that's all it is. It's fight scenes, chase scenes, and that's it. I really can't explain how this movie exists because yeah. like J- James Wan has a track record, man with saw fucking conjuring fast and the furious seven, which I mean, say what you will about the fast and the furious series or that, that I've we never do. seen fast and furious seven, but like it's, it's a tentpole billion dollar movie. It, oh, it's yeah. even if it's corny and whatever, it's still like a professionally put together action, amazing movie Conjuring is great. The mm-hmm. the spin that whole universe is at least decent. the the first saw The first saw was great, and this is just fucking crap. It's just so bad. Yeah. It's it's so strange because like the trailer. Did you guys see the trailer for this movie? Yes. Um, oh my no, god. No. Oh, actually, yeah. The trailer's yeah, so good. The trailer's amazing. It's scary. It looks and it's sold. It's sold completely as like the scariest horror movie of the year. That's what it's yeah. sold as. And it is fucking not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let me it's, stop no, right there. No, no <laughs> part of that sure. sentence is true. It is not we, a scary movie. We have nor lived is it through a waking. Oh, yeah, right, right. It's scary. <laughs> scary is the 18-month waking nightmare we've all lived through. Not this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I was thinking like. I was trying to give it credit somewhere, and I was like, okay, the sort of premise, again, I'm I'm not super familiar with this genre, so maybe this has been done before, but it was new to me. I was like, okay, they're kind of expounding on the sort of like, oh, when twins are born, sometimes the other twin like eats the other embryo or whatever, and it's going along those lines. But then what's never touched on or explained is, one, how this uh, other like, persona or whatever you want to call it has these electromagnetic powers they never touch on that ever again and then Mm -hmm. also all of those chase scenes and action scenes you have to remember the person is backwards like joints don't move that way or like she's not all of a sudden super strong he has arms backward she she is is all of a sudden super strong for no reason yeah Yeah. but why it's never they never touch on that so we, uh, we're, yeah. we're definitely no. into spoiler territory at oh, this yeah. point, but, I mean, but like, anyway, if you haven't seen the movie, duh, but like the back of her head is a, a, a conjoined twin that takes over her body and that's how but she it's not a twin. she's literally there. But th- this, this is, this is what gets even extra confusing. It's not a twin. It's, you ever see pictures of those tumors and they take it out and it has like a human tooth in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or like hair. And there, there, it's a type of tumor. I, I, I'm not a fucking doctor, so I don't know what it's called. And I think the conceit here is it's not so much like a conjoined twin, but a tumor, like one of those types of tumor that just happen to have all of the parts of like another person on her right. back. Yeah. Right. And so they, when they're like, they're like, time to cut out the cancer in the beginning, they're, they're mm-hmm. trying to like cut the gut. So of the things they don't explain, didn't they cut out the cancer? How is it still there? They they said they cut out as much as they could, and the rest they shoved into her head. They literally yeah. said that they shoved it in and then closed <sighs> up her skull around it. Well, thank thank you for bringing that plot gap. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I was probably I just, just have, not paying I just attention. Have to ground to it because no, yeah. it's obviously <laughs> totally based on truth. So it, uh, yeah, right. That's but the speaking, reality, speaking but. of like the backwards whatever, like they, at one point they show her like it, I think it's when she's in the the prison cell. Mm-hmm. And they show they like actually show her transform or whatever, yeah. And they and like her joints, like the they like she like cracks them the other way. So the conceit yeah. is that the twin tumor is super strong, 
blots out all pain and then also like heals her, I guess. Cause like, didn't it get shot at one point? And then I think she noticed oh, a gunshot. Yeah, yeah, or something, or like at least you know, running around in abandoned buildings, you're bound to get like scraped or bruised or something. You're gonna get dinged up. You're gonna yeah. get dinged up for sure. <laughs> you're gonna at least be sore the next day. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. That, that person is not when doing any type of yoga. No, they're not or stretching. They're not stretching first. For sure. When your tumor twin dislocates your elbow so that it can better murder people, you're gonna feel backwards. that in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> She just Don't wakes up and like happens. yawns, like, "Ugh, hmm, weird. I must have slept funny." Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting back to the supernatural elements of this tumor twin, it, to me, it is supernatural when convenient, which is the worst fucking type of supernatural. Because yeah, yeah it it can communicate through electricity or whatever the fuck that is, but it just it just happens to know how to like broadcast radio waves. Yeah. Okay, but also yeah, she's but also she's super strong, which doesn't make any sense. But here's here's the part that really fucking gets me. In the beginning, when the very first murder happens, when it's the the horrible husband or whatever, and mm-hmm. he's down there in the middle of the night, and we first see her effectively in the living room, and he turns on the light and she's gone. Okay, first of all, she watches jump to the ceiling. I guess is the explanation there. But he goes over, looks at the couch. And the seat indentation is still there and then slowly starts to come back up as if it was a ghost or something. I don't know. To me, that was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? That's nothing. That doesn't make fit with anything at all. It it seems like there was so much put in this movie just to kill time. Just to like yes. get it to like theatrical length. Yeah. 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 And then ironically, <laughs> of all of the things they did put in the movie, you know what they forgot to put in? An actual ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. So you're telling me that when she saves the day and saves her sister and turns to her sister, camera on her, and, and says, it was right in front of me all along. That's not a good ending? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, CJ, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Oh, For two reasons. Number one, it wasn't in front of her all along. It was behind her. That was it the was whole thing. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it was in her. <laughs> and second of all, what I'm really talking about is the mind sequence. Like, how do we wrap it up? Uh, I don't know. Let's just put it in jail in her mind. Yeah. Mind prison. Oh, yeah. Like, no set. No nothing. Like, ah, fucking mind prison. We're out. See you later. Yeah. Call Chris Angel in here because that's a mind freak. <laughs> no, like, dude, just so, so much of it. So much of just, like, the slow paced, like, saying yeah. the words slowly or uh, like i'm gonna stare at the uh, i'm so freaked out it's like man no you're not you're just killing time you're just mm-hmm. killing time because you promised the studio that you'd have like a two hour long movie yeah for sure and i have to circle back to this because i just thought of the perfect final line for this movie it's man i can't wait to put this behind me <laughs> right <laughs> bravo right? yep that's, that's yeah. what i would have loved excellent. that so much more yeah <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. But didn't also, like, after she said the actual final line, didn't it, like, pan over to the the mother in the bed or something? And, yeah, and the mom just like, kind of smiles. way too long. Way yeah. too long. And then, and then, like, smiles, and then it takes so long that she's just sitting there, and it's just fucking awkward. Oh, and, my God. And then it ends. so bad. <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah. I, and, but, but really, like, you can't, you can't talk about how bad this movie is without talking about the trailer. Because because mm-hmm. of how good a job the trailer did. Like for instance, I love the Pixies, man. Yeah. Where Where is my mind? I love that song, mm-hmm. and I was stoked to hear. I was like, oh, this is a man. I like this song. This trailer looks dope. What I didn't expect is that the song would just be played throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Come yeah, that, on. that sting from that song is played at least four or five times. It's like the theme song for the movie. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there it is. We hear that part, just that like ten second, like right. like a thousand <laughs> times throughout the movie. I, I will say, okay, back to trying to give them credit for something. I'm so glad that the movie ended and they didn't then go like, okay, and here's like five to ten minutes of wrap up of like, and here's her life after the events, and we get to like. I'm at least glad they did not try to do anything yeah. like that. Just yeah, end it, that. like, just be done with it. The, the, sto- the story's over. 
if you make a sequel, you can cover what life was like after that. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we all hated this movie, but <laughs> if we're if we're trying to understand why James Wan did this, if if you were to go into this movie thinking this is a purposefully different kind of movie, right? Like it's it's purposefully stylistically different. The acting choices, let's assume, are on purpose. And yeah. that it's it's known in the trailer, at least, that this is mostly a thriller and with with a bit of genre. Would have you enjoyed it more? No, it's a bad mm. movie. Okay, <laughs> I th- that's I think that's what I enjoyed the most was the thriller part because it was like oh at least like something's happening that's entertaining. Yeah. Like I don't mind a, a good gun chaser or, or whatever. I'm like okay, at least there's some action. And, like, we're seeing it in full force. We're not still playing this, like, what is it? How do we talk to it? Like, where is it coming from? Yeah, I I mean, I I agree. Like, I probably tuned in, like, outside of the the beginning of the movie, I probably tuned in the most during the, well, like, during the action scene, really. Like, during during all of that stuff. Especially at the end. But by that point, I was... By 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 that point, the movie had lost me. Like I I was annoyed at at its very existence, um, <laughs> yeah. and it, it was like the least it could do is like show me some you know broken bones popping through skin. Yeah, sure. some pretty gruesome yeah scenes there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, a question for you guys. Maybe I looked away at some point in the movie when when this creature captures the Seattle tour guide. I thought that was the main character. They look the same to me. Well, it's her, it's it's her so, mother. Yeah, so. it's supposed to be her mother, so it makes sense. But I was so confused for a few minutes. I was like, wait, what's happening? And now we're just cutting back to the main character doing laundry? How did she get out? Well, I think that's totally high. fair, right? Yeah. Like because, because so many – in the start of the movie, so many different things happen that don't make any sense, and there's no string tying them together. Yeah. Because okay, and we weren't supposed to know who that was at that point either, right? Like, no, that was your no. first introduction to that per- that character too. Yeah. So yeah, okay, that's cool. absolutely fair. And, and yeah. she's, she, there was no like so special weird. fanfare. It's not like she like looked at a picture she keeps in her wallet of yeah, the right. baby girl she let let go. It was just right. a random lady. Yeah, and exactly. No I was like, who, who is this? this? Yeah. Why should I care that this person is? A, I don't know who this is. And when you do that, and then you don't explain why you should care until like what, like an hour later. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> by, by that point, you just don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Like explain who that is with with like I don't know a thirty second. See exactly what you said, Danny. Like looking through a a, a, a phone book or like pictures or whatever, and then I'd have empathy of like, oh, this is bad. Like that's her mom. That's a big deal. But it's just yeah. like, oh. There's some stranger got taken hostage. Okay. Yeah. This it's um. Yeah. Oh man, it's dumb. It's a dumb. It's a bad. It's a poor. It's poorly put together. It's poorly shot. It's poorly thought out. It's poorly paced. Yeah. It's poorly written. It's poorly acted. It's poorly scored. Except for that one song. Except for that. Well, no. Yeah. It, the first time That's I heard problem. it, it was great. The, yeah. By the fifth time I heard it, I was over it. Yeah. At the fifth time, it's like dumb. Like yeah, it's still a they good use song, it way but too it's much. so stupid. That yeah. Yeah. Okay, before we move on to trivia, did either of you figure out the twist before it happened? I don't think so because I was mostly just confused at like what was going on and why <laughs> we kept hearing this electromagnetic voice person. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll give it credit and say no, I didn't figure it out. Like I was I was leaning yeah. in that direction. Like not not in, not that specifically, but like oh, like I I thought it was going to be more like a like they they cut out the the cancer and it just continued to grow and became its own person. But mm. yeah, I I, f- I had okay. a feeling that they had met in the like hospital that the doctor worked at. Like clearly that's where their connection comes from. Was like an early age when she was a kid. But yeah, other than that, can can I that. complain about one last thing before we do trivia? Yeah. Sure. Here, here to me is is the worst part about this movie is that it it shines a light on on the f- fact that I I hate horror movies and I hate fans of horror movies. And what? That, Wait, what? This is probably shocking to hear from the esteemed co-host of the Double Murder podcast, yeah. available now on streaming services everywhere, 
brought to you maybe by bloodydisgusting.com, the largest horror movie website in the world. <laughs> it also it, sounded like not... you just said, I hate Ken, like to his <laughs> face. <laughs> but, but I don't hate Ken. Like hate I, and, and I don't too, hate Ken, like... and, and, he'll, and yeah. he'll understand. But just there's so much shitty horror that comes out. There's so, so much shitty horror. And I get it. The, you know, the bar is low. It, the bar's always been low. You know, and, and it's a place for people to cut their teeth. It's a place where you can just throw an idea against the wall and see what happens. And like, I, I get that. And people, some people just love it. Some people just love a- anything. But the, the thing is, we keep giving them money. They make cheap movies that are dumb and not good. And they only cost like $10 million to make. And they go into the theaters and they make $50 million and that's fine. And for any other movie, that wouldn't be enough. But for these movies, it's fine. So why not? You get four four or five times X your your investment. And yeah. and people just eat it up. I've got this. I, I had Googled Malignant earlier. I have it up uh, on my thing. The, what's that? the IMDB rating is like 7.3. That's too uh, the or sorry the Rotten Tomatoes it, it's seventy six percent fresh. Uh, yeah, it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. That's Critics genuinely like this movie, and I do not get it. But and there are other critics who will just pan it. But you read these you read these articles by these critics, and I'll I'll, I'll call out the bloody disgusting girl who who did it. I've, I don't know what her name is. So I don't actually know her. But it's like they, they couldn't stop fawning over it. And at this point, I'm convinced that the people who write reviews of horror movies are only writing them to, in the hopes that their quote gets put on the poster. Huh. Mm. They, they just like, in, unless it's like actively terrible, they write something in the hopes of that like little sidle up to fame. And, they, and you know, they don't like, a, it, listen, in, in this game, I, I know how these websites work. They take freelance writers. They basically try to pay people as little as possible. And these people, the, the reason they're doing it is, hey, maybe I'll get tickets to this movie. Maybe I'll get to meet somebody. Maybe I'll get to do they're, – they're fans. They're taking – they're exploiting fans. And the fans are allowing it to happen, mm-hmm. right? So I hate horror movies because so much crap comes out. I hate horror movie fans because they just eat up all the shit. I like movies that are interesting and weird and different. I like people who like movies that are interesting, weird, and different. But it, horror is becoming like a four-letter word to me. Wow. Yeah, and, I, and, and I, think that's, I think that's really interesting. I, about a year ago, I made the decision to try to watch like every indie horror that comes out on my weekends. Like mm. I would, There's usually like two a week that would come out, and so I'd watch one like Saturday morning, one Sunday morning. And they're all shit. Every single one is <laughs> awful except for the one in a million that you'll find that's amazing but then by that point it's getting picked up by a streaming service and like everyone knows that it's really really good yeah it's not worth your time to sit through all of that and i think that's a really interesting point of movie critics horror critics specifically horror horror critics specifically I, i i bet you anything you go look on rotten tomatoes those people who give it high ratings are affiliated with mm-hmm. like a, a horror or a genre or a whatever site. And then you go to like rogerebert.com and whoever whoever they get to write that is be like, this is actual shit and no one should see it. Well, it's it's really interesting. I know exactly the, the bloody disgusting girl you're talking about. I won't name her out, but I, I follow her on Instagram. And yeah, when she does get a quote picked up by a movie and it's usually a big movie, she posts about it. So oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would too, but fuck. yeah. That's it's it's really I don't know. It's 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 like payola. It's like old radio payola, except they don't have to pay you cash. They just have to put your f- stupid fucking quote from your stupid fucking review on a poster. Yeah, you yeah. didn't pay it in publicity and exposure. That's no, really and nobody, nobody who who goes and looks at it like oh so and so from so and so. Well, I'll go. I'll go read that website now. And like nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a quote or review, and then actually gone and checked out that website or read the review. That's an astute blurb. I I wonder what their feelings are on other subjects. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right, moving on. We got to do trivia. We got to do trivia. This is gonna be a good one, man, because I don't know shit about this stuff. Hey, I couldn't find shit about this movie, so this will be, <laughs> be pretty quick. It's, it's mostly just, about it's James Wan. It's just one Trivial Pursuit card. <laughs> it's, it's mainly James Wan trivia, but we'll, we'll see. Um, 
Uh, oh yeah, for those who don't know, this is the part where we pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watched. CJ, Danny, are you two ready? Ready. Oh, I was born ready. All right. First question, and maybe no, I got a couple about the movie. Okay. First question: Is it theoretically possible to have a conjoined twin, one who is male and one who is female? Yes. I'm gonna say no. No is correct. They would have had to be the same sex because uh, one of the cell divisions stopped or something, and so it's it's they're really the identical twins. Anyway, thought that was interesting. Uh, next question: Annabelle Wallace, who plays Madison, the main character of this movie, also plays the character Mia in what other popular horror film from the Conjuring universe that James Wan produced? Good hey, luck. This is all you. <laughs> I, I don't know the answer, but so I'm just going to throw out a movie. Does it have to be the specific movie? It's tough enough, but I, I did narrow it down with, with the Conjuring universe. So, yeah, right, 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 there's, right. there's only a select few. You know what, man? I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to say uh, Annabelle. Okay. CJ? Do you know any the other Conjur- movies from the Conjuring universe? <laughs> the Conjuring 2 Reloaded. Conjuring 2 Electric... Boogaloo, Boogaloo, get it? Oh, oh sure. That was really good. That was good. Uh, Danny, you're right. It was Annabelle. It was Annabelle. Yeah, it was Annabelle. Good job. Oh, that's that's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want that point. Yeah, you got I'll it anyway. It. I'll take yeah. it. All right, and that's uh, everything about this movie that I have. Wow. So the rest is a James Wan. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how many Fast and Furious franchise films has James Wan directed? See if he goes first. Then he named the seventh one. I thought Justin Lid did like all of them, or I guess I guess not though. Um, three. Okay, Danny. I kind of cheated on this one, but I think I'm pretty sure it's just one. It's just, and, I, it's and, just by, and by cheated, yeah. I mean I looked up James Wan earlier to see if I could justify why this movie was so fucking bad. Yeah, you and did I a lot of research at a time. It, it wasn't it wasn't okay. research like about the movie. It was it was like detective work to understand how this could have happened. Yeah, I think that's understandable in this case for sure. All right, uh, next question: What movie launched James Wan's career? It's not necessarily his very first film, but it's what what was the big movie that launched his career? And Caesar goes first. Uh, Fast and Furious Seven. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't put think a, you... no, a novice director on maybe the biggest franchise of all time. Yep. Okay. Worked out. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe the answer is Saw. Saw is correct, yeah. Because isn't Dang. he a co creator? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, so, that was the big thing. So, that, there's, that so we know that he can create, he has created at least two horror film universes. Right. Yeah. That have been successful and that are good. I, I'll say like, yeah, good. That mean maybe not every movie in them is good, but like they're not all bad. Yeah, right. And he's not directing or producing a lot of those. A lot of them he's just executive producer on. So yeah, he's he's obviously got something, right? It's no excuse for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, probably final question. Uh, to this date, the Saw franchise is the second largest grossing horror franchise of all time. Second only to what other horror franchise? Ooh. Yeah. I think this one's Halloween. pretty even. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly want to say The Conjuring Universe because there's like so many movies and they all came out like... I'm going to air quotes recently where like ticket prices are really high and, and you know, in, inflation inflates all those numbers. Hmm. So it's almost like CJ was trying to give you a hint uh, because the real answer is Friday the 13th. Oh. <laughs> Dang. And no I, kidding. I, think, I think it's maybe just, I mean, I, I'm sure it's adjusted for inflation, but I think it's maybe just because of the sheer number of movies. <laughs> that, makes that makes sense. Have. Makes sense. Know. Yeah. That makes me feel better. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that makes me. That made me happy to learn that. I didn't know that. That was the highest-grossing yeah. horror franchise of all time. There, see, look, there are things that are right with horror movies. Yeah. 
So, Danny, uh, before I ask this next question, did you see what the audience score is on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie? Uh, I'm sure I did. I mean, I, yeah, I have a general sense of what it is. Okay. So, I'll just throw it out there. It was 52%. So, okay. oh, then no, the no, I did. I actually thought it was higher. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty which, split. Which blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so strange because some people do genuinely like this movie and will, like, yeah, defend it. Here are some here are some things here here's some things I, I just if I just googled it right and it, in the side on Google they have like audience reviews here's a couple things that were said right and they, this could be plants who knows mm. don't read this review just go watch the film now bloody hell James Wan you've done it again oh my god what the fuck is that bloody hell James <laughs> this is probably this is a different one this is probably the best new horror film I've seen this year. Yeah, there are a few errors, but I couldn't help but ignore them. You mm. couldn't help but ignore them? <laughs> what is that? This movie, again, a different. This movie was, all caps, so brilliant. <laughs> I could not get over the plot twist, nor could I get over the music. <laughs> God, there it is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to recreate the movie by using it 500 times. I, I'm so episode. glad you got that sting for this episode. That is so perfect. Well, with uh, no points on the board on my end, I think that makes yeah. Danny our winner. <laughs> Am I, though? Am I? <laughs> but really, we're all the losers here for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think we Man, I, I, I got to tell you, when, when you reached out uh, about doing an episode for October... I I could not have been more excited to talk about this movie. Yeah. Because when, I, when, I was so stoked for I was so excited for it. When we were talking about it, I was like, I had assumed you had already seen it and you wanted to talk about it because you didn't like it or you really liked it. And it I all had, makes I sense had what you said. I literally just seen it in the theater like the night before or something. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what you thought about this movie. And you're like, yeah, I'm so excited to see it. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> well, should I warn him or no? I don't know. Some you did the, like you it, did the so. right thing. You did the right thing. But it's also how I, I kind of knew coming into this. What it, I, I thought that – I honestly thought you thought it was good and that there's okay. like some, there are some like neat twists in it. And then once I watched the movie, I'm like, well, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah yeah i think we're, we're usually on the same page in terms of movies so yeah that was uh i i, I wish i could i wish i could turn back time if i could turn back time i would have chosen a different movie and and what i would have chosen was vhs 84 oh yeah that's coming out it's 94 right i don't know man one I, of I them i might be wrong anyway the they one don't, that's coming they out don't this not year? pay me to remember numbers for bloody disgusting <laughs> Yeah, isn't that a bloody disgusting produced movie? Yeah, because it, it's that anthology series VHS, right? And, right? and so this is their latest, their latest one. I, I'm, I, I haven't seen it. I'm really excited for it. I so badly wish I had chosen that one. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited to watch that later this October. Well, we've we've hinted at it this entire episode. I think it's time for ratings. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh, I can't boy. wait to see what it is. It's ratings. A, it's a race to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate *Malignant* for you? Okay. So, I mean, this this is the basically I have to do what CJ was doing and like think about the things I liked, right? Because I, I can't say it's a one or a zero. It's really not that. I've seen right. *Birdemic*. <laughs> okay. I, I would I would give this um, I would give it like a four, okay, a, like a four a four out of ten, maybe a three point five. Let's just say four, because like okay, yeah, it's like professionally shot and, and acted. Like they they successfully put together a movie. Now maybe none of it makes sense, but it's like a professional sets, professional makeup. Yeah, I love that you preface it with like I gotta try to give it some credit. It is a movie. That is some credit. <laughs> it sure is. It's a movie. If if I had turned it on and it was just an audio book, well, we'd we'd be. I'd give it a different score. <laughs> All right, so it is a movie. Gets a, a four. Okay. <laughs> four out of ten. That's a movie. It, it it's a movie. It's a movie. It's not actively offensive. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna give it a four. Makes okay. sense. Uh, CJ, 
Yeah, I was also thinking of four. I gave the Midnight Me Train on my second watch a five and a half just because I knew the ending. This is definitely not better than that. I would much rather rewatch Midnight Me Train a third time than watch this movie again. <laughs> it is a movie, so <laughs> get some credit there. Sure is. Uh, it was at least a somewhat like more original idea than what I'm used to. Didn't pull it off that well, but at least mm. kind of entertaining with the action sequences. But yeah, probably I think I'm going to be in the handholding club and just give it a, a four as well. It's, on, it's not great. Let's be safe. Yeah. Four, four is together. Ken. For me, so yeah, like I said before, I saw this in theaters and I was very excited to watch it. Um, it was like one of the first movies I saw back in theaters. And I went with my girlfriend and she was also very excited for it because she had seen the trailer and it was such a huge hype. And we're watching it. And she turns to me maybe 20 minutes in and says, this is a bad movie. Oh my god! I, I had almost exactly the same experience watching this with my girlfriend. Oh, oh, I'm so I'm so happy to know that this is a universal truth. Yeah, and at that point, I was still kidding myself, thinking it's got to just be a style choice, right? Um, but no, it just it just kept getting not even the same amount of bad, but just progressively worse because of how little sense it overall made. Yeah. Um, I did figure out the twist before it happened, but only barely. I don't know. It, it was still a cool twist, but by that point, you don't you don't care. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was looking at what I put on uh, I, on Letterbox right after I watched it, and I put a four. So, uh, <laughs> hey, may the wow, fours be us. with you. Yeah, so four. That's it. Four is all around. A pretty you know, mediocre I, I think, bad I think the movie. Point, I, I think the point that the the twist was pretty interesting is, is a very valid one. You know, mm-hmm. like, what was it handled poorly? Is this a bad movie? Yeah, like, right. Any five and south to me is a bad movie. Yeah, you know, and it's just the degree to which it is bad. Mm-hmm. And, and right. this is, you know, like a student film of a kid farting into a snare drum would be a one. <laughs> right. This four four makes sense, but yeah, like the tw- the 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 twist, the concept is is interesting. It's just, yeah. you, you kind of, like, I, it seems like they got high one day and came up with the concept and just, like, built the movie around it as they were filming it. Right. <laughs> Trying and to put high. pieces together, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, again, whilst still high. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. What a letdown. I'm, Seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> CJ, I'm sorry. I, I, I have right. a feeling that you would have never watched this movie if it wasn't for the suggestion on this podcast, and I... I was duped, man. I was duped, but I take hey, responsibility. That's all right. We all were duped. I, I agree. The trailer looked cool enough, and it, it was not. Well, Danny, uh, we've been asking everyone so far in October, what are you doing on Halloween? What's, what's your all plans? Right. Can, can I tell you? This is a real conundrum for me. This is a real issue. And it's not like Halloween. It's, you know, Halloween's on a Sunday, so this is really, I'm talking about Saturday the 30th. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I was invited to a Halloween party and me and, uh, the theme, the theme of the Halloween party is Britney Spears throughout the ages. What? <laughs> and, Interesting. And me and my girlfriend <laughs> are going to go as, um, Britney, uh, and, uh, what's his face? Oh my gosh. I'm, I want to say Kevin Federline, but it's definitely not that. Justin Timberlake, Jesus. Okay. When Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake went to like the VMAs or something in, in matching, denim outfits oh okay right and i'm legit excited for this idea yeah but also it's uh, i am now a uh, chicago bulls season ticket holder hell yeah and there is a bulls game against the utah jazz and it's like the second or third home game in the first saturday game and i love the utah jazz i mean not specifically i love this team i love donovan mitchell especially and I bought his shoes. I got those Venom versions of, of his shoes that are super dope. Dang. And so, like, I'm in a real dilly of a pickle figuring out what am I going to do. But anyways, there's, that's a much more thorough answer than uh, I think you were expecting. But little did you know, I've been wrestling with this uh, for all week. All right. 
I like the, the turn that took too. It's like yeah. a Halloween party and there's a theme. And I was like, yeah, it's Halloween. What do you mean? That's the theme, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> it's a Britney it's Spears. A specific like, oh. costume party. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. I think cool. either way, you're going to have a blast. Yeah, I, I, I think you're sure. right. I think you're right. If I can, if I can manage to to figure out a way to do both, oh, show up to the game in all denim, Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> and then go to the party. Wouldn't be the first time. Won't be the last time. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> my man. <laughs> uh, Danny, thank you for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? I, I basically don't. Listen to Double Murder Podcast. It's on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or whatever. It's on Spotify. You can get it both there. Uh, Straight up, this is maybe my third or fourth episode of over-talking without having released an episode of Double Murder. Uh, I I still stand by this, that the next episode we do will have you guys on it. Maybe we'll do one warm-up episode, but like I want to have you guys on this. I want to make CJ watch something he shouldn't. Um, <laughs> like the movie check- we already did watch for? <laughs> the, yeah. film, the one that we already prepped to, uh, to watch for. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, check check that out. But but otherwise, not, nothing. I'm pulling back from public life, guys. I, I think it's time for me to just retire from the spotlight and um, Smart. You know, give, give other uh, folks a chance. <laughs> uh, but we'll take it. We'll, we'll pick up yeah. the slack. Yeah, we'll take the spotlight. Thank you but so hey, much. Seriously, uh, like, man, every time I have such a great time. I super appreciate being part of this. I super appreciate you guys thinking of me in October. It's always fun. It's my favorite time of, of year. Yeah. Sort of. There are parts of Halloween that I don't care for, but I love the fall, and I love the changing of seasons, and I love watching a bunch of horror movies around this time of year. Oh, yeah. And I love well, you guys. We, oh, wow. we obviously are going to keep having you back on, at least oh. for the October month ones because i you gotta you're you're the guy so i got i got things to say (laughs) yeah (laughs) but maybe choose a better movie next time anyways uh (laughs) (laughs) next next movie i choose is gonna be something i've seen before that i know is good okay there we go yeah i was also just looking up vhs 94 and uh at the time of release uh it is out now so go check it out on shutter i'm pretty sure it's there yeah Give some money to that website that I used to do stuff with. All right. I still support implicitly, but like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> hey, speaking of websites, you can go to our website over talkingbot.party and go ahead and use that search function. If you want to find past episodes, you can go just type in the word Danny and go listen to all his episodes. Oh my They're God. there. That's a great idea. Do that. You know what? I'm plugging my appearances on your <laughs> there podcast. We go. More guests need to do this. Yeah. Plug your yeah. own appearances. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Uh, call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Oh, no. They're oh, here. Fuck. You know what? I'm fucking out of here, guys. Fuck this. I don't blame, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah. That was Danny, obviously. But uh, <laughs> It's okay, Danny. <laughs> it's... Yeah, the Overtalking Overlords are here. Look, they show up at the end of every episode. <laughs> yeah. They have that music sting now, too, which is crazy. Uh, they show up at the end of every episode. Remind me to remind you if you like to show up, let's go on iTunes and rate and especially review. <laughs> Man, it just makes it so much cooler with this under it. <laughs> uh, also, we spend no money in advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Thank you. That's a pretty good cut, too. That worked out well. That was good, yeah. Yeah. And as we always say, it was right in front of me the whole time. <laughs> Couldn't even say it with a straight face. I laughed when they said that part. God, it's so wrong. Bye. Bye. Another spooky episode of the Over Talking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Danny from the Double Murder Podcast. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. On streaming services now. I it's think hard you to do like it for 30 seconds. seconds when you don't know how long 30 yeah, seconds Yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, in hindsight, I should have started a timer.
Still got like five or ten. Oh my god, we're still going? Wow. Time is time is long. But like time feels way longer with with a song under it for some reason. I think you're right. I think the I think the song makes it it makes you really aware of the passage of time. That was five seconds? That that remaining music? No, no, I think I think that entire thing may have been a minute. I could have sworn I cut okay. 30 seconds of it. <laughs> but I, I think you like, got a full minute. Something doesn't seem right here. All right, you probably fit it within 30 seconds.